Welcome back, everybody, to Say More. This is Kim, the host of Say More and the founder of My Mind, where we talk everything about energy and mind. We're in season three, everything about women and weight, and why is it different from everybody else, right? Uh, today, I have the pleasure of introducing Laura Manning. If you know me personally, or you've seen me in any pictures, I talk about my tea time and how that space is so sacred to me. Today, Laura is gonna walk us through literally everything about her company, her passion through Brew Society. I'm just gonna look in my phone and read out everything to you. So Laura Manning is the founder of Brew Society, a UAE-based tea brand, which she created to help people like you and me, who are squeezing the most out of their life to actually slow down, savor the moment and connect with themselves and others. Laura is doing this by creating colorful and exciting tea blends inspired by nature that captivate your senses and brew up a conversation. I just love that. With that said, wow. Laura, welcome to Say More. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be with you today. It is such a pleasure to host you. You know, before we went live, uh, I was telling you, for me, my tea time is the most sacred part of the day, whether it's the morning or whether it's the 4 p.m. part of it. And just hearing that that has health benefits and it's not like just an addiction, it's like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tea has a plethora of benefits. And I think we're only scratching the surface. We're getting so much more creative now with our teas and sourcing teas from all different places around the world. Um, there's so much more to come. And, and tea is just, I find, fascinating and absolutely incredible. I completely agree with you. Laura, take us back into why Brew Society and what, you know, what, what was that turning point? When did you decide that, you know what, this is my offering that I want people to remember me for? Well, it all started back in 2018 when I, when I moved to Dubai. I've always been a huge tea fan, you know, growing up, I have the, the most warmest memories of drinking tea with my family back at home in the UK. And, and when I moved to Dubai in the summer of 2018, I was just really taken aback by how little variety you had in the supermarkets here. Um, I, I just felt so uninspired by it, to be completely honest with you, because in the UK, British people tend to drink a lot of tea and that can be, you know, the traditional black tea or um, grey or herbals or fruity. There's such a variety on the market. And we are really spoiled with how many indie brands there are. So, you know, new kind of brands popping up every couple of months with new creations, new flavours. Um, and I love that, you know. I would spend so much money on my monthly shop in the UK on buying different varieties of tea brands. And then when I arrived here in Dubai, I just didn't have that variety available to me. And I found it, I was a bit lost, if I was to be honest with you, to start with. Um, and I would phone my mum and I would tell my mum all about it. And she would send these ever so cute uh, care parcels to me every month with all little things to remind me about home or little things I was missing. <laughs> I know it was very cute. Um, but it also include tea and she, you know, things that she spotted and she'd be like, oh, I was in Morrison's and I saw this and I thought of you or I was in, you know, Tesco's and, and she would send these to me. And 
And this went on for most of 2018 while I was um, getting used to, to living in Dubai. And at one point, it just occurred to me, you know, this, this can't go on. I can't just be looking forward to this parcel coming every month. You know, I need to do something about it. And it's almost like having this light bulb moment where mm. I say, like, why can't I do this? You know, I love tea. It's a passion. It's something I'm so interested in. Um, and I love creating new recipes and working in the kitchen and seeing how different flavors marry together. Why, why can't I fill this gap and, and bring some new creations to the market? And, and that's in a nutshell what I did. <laughs> wow. Well, thank God that Dubai didn't have the teas then. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> the entire brew society. Laura, what were you doing before you, you know, conceptualized the entire idea and the business around it? So before brew, when I was in the UK, I was working for Tata Steel, which is a huge commodity business. Um, and I was moving product around the world. So I was very kind of used to running my own profit and loss, my own business and, and moving product to every corner of the world. So I knew that I could do that. Um, but when we moved to Dubai, we really moved because of my husband's career. He had a fantastic opportunity come his way. Um, and we all made the family decision that, you know, this, this is his moment. We, we really need to kind of um, follow that and, and see where it leads. So when we came to Dubai, I was actually on my third maternity leave with my son. He was nine months old when, when we got here. So I had to take the decision to, um, to, to not go back to Tata and, and to, to leave that company. And while we moved here, I just, you know, initially I, I thought I would set the family up, set the kids up, get really used to our new surroundings, figure everything out while we were here and then focus on my career, maybe after sort of, you know, six months and, and decide, you know, kind of what path I wanted to go down because I was with Tata for 15 years. It's all I ever knew. After graduating from university, I went straight, you know, the, the next month into working for Tata and, and I loved it. I had a fantastic career. I traveled the world with Tata. I have, you know, some amazing friendships built from, from that time. Um, but yeah, it's just this opportunity to move to Dubai came. We, we thought it was so exciting as a family. And we were right because amazing things have happened for our family since, since we moved to Dubai. Well, that's beautiful. You know, it's, it, when you're telling me your story, it actually is plugging in all the points of how flow works so when you 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 seek yeah. take something and you you just go with the flow it just opens up into beautiful opportunities yeah and i think if you're following your passion that leads to beautiful things as well because it organically grows and organically flows and for me you know brew society doesn't feel like work i i love mm. talking to my customers i love seeing my product you know all day saturday for example um a friend was over from the uk and i took her to see all of our product at every supermarket on the shelves in dubai because that's i'm so passionate about that and um and i think it doesn't feel like work so when you follow your passion i think you know that's you're onto a winning formula absolutely absolutely and i think it's it's so beautiful because most of the times we think that we've got to, you know, uh, close the toxic chapters, but then sometimes you, it doesn't need to be a toxic story or a to toxic job. It can be amazing, been there, done that, achieved it, and yet move on to something better that is so aligned that with your passion, with, with who we are and, you know, create that beautiful space where you think that you're not even working, even though you're working. Exactly, exactly. I completely agree with you. I think it just, it, it really enriches your life when you are following the things that you love doing. Um, and it just, 
it makes you work harder too because you enjoy doing it and you want to achieve more um and it's just it's just great for your well-being just to to have these passions that you follow so laura take us right into your favorite tea blends what are the benefits of different teas and how does how do women, how can we add that into our life that will benefit, you know, not just the weight, but the hormonal balance, the, the habit of drinking more water and being hydrated all over to you now? Sure. I think um, when it comes to tea, I think, you know, for, firstly, people should drink tea because they like the flavor of it. You know, I think when we try to put tea up on such a pedestal that it's going to do so much in terms of, you know, transform your life, make you mm. lose all this weight or whatever you whatever you put onto the tea. I think I think that's wrong. You should drink tea and the flavors because you enjoy it. You know, it, it's meant to be this ritual, this kind of way for you to slow down in your busy day life and connect with yourself and take some time for yourself. So so number one, I think you have to find the teas that you enjoy. And, and for me, it depends on the time of day. So when I wake up in the morning, I tend to need a little bit of caffeine. I tend to need a hug in a mug to condole me onto bed because I, I tend to wake up early, but I'm a bit slow in the morning. So um, I usually tend to opt for something like a milky oolong, which is one of my all time favorite blends. Um, it's kind of it's a, an oolong tea. So it's pitched somewhere between sort of a green tea and a black tea. Um, so that's just the right amount of caffeine for me in the morning. But it also has this wonderful butterscotch um, flavor and taste to it. So it just feels like this pick me up in the morning and someone's wrapping their arms around you and they say, mm. go on, you're going to have a great day. So that would be kind of the first drink I would tend to, to reach for. Um, and then throughout the morning, I love, you know, like an organic censure to give you a bit of a bit of energy. Again, it's got zero calories in it. So I feel I can drink as much as I want because it's good for me and it's warm and it's kind of giving me a bit of a bit of a caffeine boost. Um, but then as my day kind of, you know, progresses, I tend to reduce the caffeine that I drink because for me, if I drink caffeine too late into the afternoon, I'm usually up all night and I like to get my sleep. So um, I usually go for something more fruity or a fubal. Um, herbal infusion sorry um, in the afternoon I absolutely love and cannot get enough of our organic glow whether it's hot or cold infused um, and we call it our complexion blend as well because oh. you yeah because it's full of antioxidants it's um it's got berries in there it has carrot in there sage in there so it's Ooh, really good wow. for, yeah really? it's it's magical honestly it's one of my all-time favorites and drinking it, you feel like you're doing something good for yourself. You know, you put in hydration, you get that hydration from drinking it um, and all of the organic berries and herbs that are in there as well, just really kind of makes you feel like you're doing something good for your body. Um, and then as the day progresses, as we were chatting about before we started, um, I love sort of a chamomile tea. I, I absolutely love that citrus flowery chamomile flavor. Um, so something like a chamomile or our organic sundowners before bed always just gets my body ready to kind of relax. Um, it's telling my body now's the time you can switch off, start mentally relaxing um, to have a good night's sleep. I am just stuck on the berry ones. I have to try that. <laughs> Because you, we'll have to get we know you some. for a fact, yeah, we know for a fact that antioxidants is so important for your skin, your hair, your nails, for anti-aging, for, yeah. you know, that that flexibility or recovering from a crazy workout. And you can't really end up eating a kilo of, you know, berries. 
So no, it's not practical. <laughs> exactly. <is> it? <laughs> so to get the right amount of antioxidants, you're going to have to have like this, the entire cheesecake. Maybe yeah. that's the only way you can get so many berries in. But that's I'm hearing it literally for the first time, Laura. So thank you. Uh, you're I, welcome. I so, such an easy addition to someone's life. Where you, and you you said that it also has sage. You know, yes. Listeners, my listeners know this that sage is one of the most cleansing um, elements to use for cleansing yes. your aura, cleansing your body from negativity. And then if we're just infusing it and drinking it, like, oh my God, that is so, so good. I mean, I'm selling brew more than you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I completely believe in this. I'm so excited to, you know, that, that it's so easily accessible. I mean, that's, that's the beauty yeah. of feminine flow, Laura, that People like yourself, you get a download, you have that aha moment, and that's it. That's a creation yeah. that everyone can benefit from. Um, it leads to such great things. It's, it's yeah, and, and our glow is um, available as well. So you can actually get it in tea bags or loose. So it's so practical, whether you're at work or you're at home. Um, but I can't sing the praises of this tea blend, you know, enough because everyone who tries it becomes addicted to it. It is just a wonderful tea. Oh, I can't wait for that. Talking about the chamomile tea, you know, before we went live and rituals are so, they're so important and important in a way to the soul, to the mind, to relaxation, to your body, like settling in and saying, okay, it's a good time. So tell us a little bit about what, what would you suggest is a good evening ritual that, you know, people can follow. I think it's really important once you've kind of come home from work and if you have children and you put them to bed that you really have some time for for yourself because it's not great if you kind of rush from work straight into bed and you're frazzled. I really think you need to give your body the time to kind of just process the day and wind down ready for bed. So I think for me... Um, an important you know ritual in it is not to eat too late for number one we don't try to eat too late as a household because otherwise that interferes without with our sleep um but once we have put all the children to bed and you know the the night is just for the adults i really like to try and um, have my cup of tea um really kind of process the day and just let my body know now is the time i'm, I'm switching off i tend to put all my electrical devices aside so that i'm mm. not going to bed with my mobile phone whatsapping people and even people in the middle of the night which I think is just really not healthy at all um, and it doesn't give you that chance to to switch off and and get ready for the for the next day um, so yeah my my routine would be turning your phones off having a really relaxing cup of tea that has no caffeine in it so definitely a herbal um, I would recommend a herbal over a fruit infusion as well because um, the herbals really kind of help the body and wind and and they have this mindfulness to them where you know you get into that headspace mm. of relaxation and and it's time for, for bed so um, they would be the two things I would kind of um, recommend doing to get ready for bed. Yeah, I love that. Like we were discussing earlier, and for our listeners, you know, I always talk about wrapping up the day and energetically removing what's in your head, do a little journaling, put a little music, and that's a vibe in itself. And mm. you don't want to kill that vibe with a glass of wine, right? So it's best replaced with a chamomile tea. 
chamomile tea or an organic sundowners or even something like a ginger and lemon if that's you know mm. it, there's so many varieties there we also have a moringa supercharger which is a herbal tea which is great before bed as well if you prefer you know more of a kind of citrusy grassy kind of taste to your tea and um, it really depends but you want something where you become completely engrossed in it. So you take that time for yourself, you put the kettle on, you wait for the kettle to boil, you pour your tea, you watch it infuse, all of that just makes you slow. It forces you to slow down. Um, and that I think then allows your brain to start relaxing and thinking, right, it's time for bed and I can really switch off a little now. I am so loving the vibe with this conversation. <laughs> it is like, okay, slow down, slow down, slow yeah. down. That's the base of managing weight is to slow down. Yeah. If yes. you're always rushing, trying to take off 10,000 steps, 10,000 this and 100 jump, jumping jacks or burpees or whatever is it that we're doing, we're never slowing down and your body is in fight or flight and is in high attention mode that the most I, I think that the most simple thing of you know changing that weight journey is to first slow down and give your body the support having yeah. said that Laura uh, what in your opinion are the myths that people have when it comes to weight and when it comes to weight and teas so I think um, when it comes to to teas I think a lot of people believe that a tea can can salvage everything you know you can drink mm -hmm. a detox tea or you can drink um you know like a wellness tea and it's going to fix everything and I think that is a myth that that's not true will it help yes will it um support a healthy lifestyle or will it sort of you know support you for example as we were just talking about you know mindfulness and relaxation going to bed yes but it's not you know going to 100 be effective on its own you have to work with it um so one of the myths you know i i hear all the time is from people asking you know um what detox tea do you have i want to lose 10 pounds and mm. you know i'm really i really have strong opinions about this and i'm like you know you really have to look at your lifestyle change your lifestyle it doesn't have to be so dr dramatic in terms of I want to lose 10 pounds this week what tea is going to do that because whatever tea is going to do that is not a healthy tea and you should be drinking it you should really yeah. be looking at your diet you know figuring out what's right for you um, trying to make small changes in your life you know for example you maybe drink less coffee with milk and in the afternoon you replace it with a herbal tea that definitely is, is a benefit to, to your body and your health mm -hmm. um, maybe try walking for 10 minutes and take you know a fruit infusion with you to keep you hydrated so that it helps you complete the walk so I think tea is a great wing wing person if you want you know for when you want to be healthier because you know most teas don't have any calories they can give you a bit of power to help you through kind of you know um if you're on a calorie restricted diet or if you're at the gym so mm. tea definitely has its advantages but tea isn't this magic wand that you can just sip um throughout the day and it's going to erase every delivery room meal you've ordered or every you know <laughs> kind of fast food lunch that you've ordered yeah. you have to be really realistic um and in terms of when it comes to weight you know i most of the myths i think i've kind of gone through myself in in, in the 40 years i've been on the planet where i think certain things will help and it doesn't and i think one of the things 
for me, I always felt if I skipped a meal or, um, you know, that would really help. And, and it doesn't help because it's not sustainable. You know, mm. you need to have your three meals a day. I really try now to make sure I have some snacks. I put some nuts on my desk at work. So if I feel hungry or I feel like I'm having a dip in energy, I can I can have some nuts too. So I definitely think, you know, skipping meals is also, you know, not the, not the long term solution either so much of resourceful information there and I love and this is you know why there's something so authentic about what you're saying uh, Laura that it doesn't just having a tea is not going to change your entire life it's one of the things that brings that balance brings that slowing down brings that mindfulness brings a little detox brings a little hydration yeah. and and that's the beauty because life is not about you do just this and then don't do anything. You just go yeah. hustle and life will happen or you just meditate and everything will fall in place. It's this and this and this and this and that. It's it's yeah. the culmination and the marriage of all these different elements. So I love that, that you're constantly bringing that authenticity to your message. So thank you about that. Um, you're welcome. Laura, in, in, in your experience and you know your own um, uh, expertise around traveling the globe for work and then into this part of the world, mm -hmm. do you see? Do you feel that there is an element of cultural upbringing or conditioning in our in our bringing in our families where we live that that has an impact on the way we look at weight and the way we deal with it? Definitely, you you know, growing up in my own sort of um, in my own family, I think there's certain things you know, kind of that affect how you how you think of weight and, and how you should look at what you what you should do. Um, you know, I think in my younger years when I was kind of you know in my twenties for university, I think I probably went on every fad diet that there was <laughs> out there. I think there's not one I probably haven't tried, um, and I think that's because you are conditioned, whether it be from you know, not necessarily maybe at home with your parents, but your friends and the circles and the magazines that you read and what you see on TV and think you should look a certain way. Um, and, you know, you would pretty much um, let yourself go without things to try and, and look that way. Um, I remember being at university and I think I was on co a constant diet for the whole four years I was there, you know, because I felt I should look in terms of a certain way. And, you know, we would, I'd count my calories and I was quite sort of um, strict with myself, but I, my weight definitely fluctuated quite a lot because it's just, mm -hmm. it wasn't sustainable. And I wasn't realizing that or really taking that message on board when I was in my twenties, for sure. Um, I just think now, since I've had children and I think long and hard about how I want them to think about themselves and what, how, you know, how they should be in life. I just want to make sure that they're just healthy, they're happy, and they appreciate kind of themselves and what their bodies do for them every day. So, you know, I try and really make sure that they they see the message, you know, that they should be healthy, that they should make healthy choices in terms of what they eat, and that exercise is good, but exercise can also be fun. Um, and it doesn't have to be so regimented. If you don't want to go for that run, let mm. yourself give yourself a break, you know, as long yeah. as you're trying to be healthy and look at it over a week period, that you're making 
good food choices. Um, you feel full and, you know, at mealtime, um, but you try and obviously get some exercise and movement. And it can be, you know, going for a walk or going for a cycle as a family. Just I think it's important to keep kids and myself active for my kids to see me being active. So they, you know, take that on board and, and that becomes part of their everyday normal life going forward. It's so wonderful. You know, there's something that I love about this conversation is you paint this very holistic, balanced, aligned, joyful life. And at the end of the day, I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah, I think we should. A lot of people put so much pressure on themselves. And I think, you know, we all forget to remember sometimes what our bodies do for us on a daily basis. You know, I'm so grateful to my body. I carry three wonderful children. I have three beautiful children. Um, they're healthy. I'm healthy. And I think, you know, we need to take a step back sometimes and stop giving, you know, we're our hardest critics, right? We have yeah. to stop giving ourselves such a hard time um, and then live and just accept, you know, our bodies for what they are and the amazing things they do every day um, instead of putting these really tough, unrealist unrealistic goals on ourselves which I just don't feel are necessary so true so true um Laura for everybody listening where can they find brew society tea blends um what is the other information you'd like to share with them or do you have any such events that they can come and you know join and have a little bit of the taste so today in Dubai, um, Brew Society products are available on our website, which is www.brwsociety.com. You can also uh, purchase our products from various other marketplaces in, in Dubai, such as uh, Mums World, um, Amazon, Noon. Um, we're also in all of the major retailers. So if you shop at Spinney's or Waitrose or Grandiose, Giant, Carrefour, I really hope that I haven't forgotten one. Um, all of the supermarkets stock our products and um, we like to put different ones in different supermarkets too. So um, you'll find a different collection in, in all of the different supermarkets. Um, but our exciting news is that we are expanding. Our products will be available in Panda in Saudi this year, um, which is super exciting for us to enter into the Saudi market. And um, we're just really excited to do that. Um, but in terms of Brew Society, we are always going to increase our product range. Uh, we have some really exciting developments and new products coming later this year, which I'm so excited to, to show people. Uh, I'm sure, you know, people can come and try them for free. We love to, to work very closely with Tish Tash and take part in all their events um, so people can try the products there. And we'll be popping up all over different places um, between now and, and the end of the year. So people will have lots of opportunities to come and try the product for free, whether it be in a supermarket or at an event. Um, I'm sure everyone's going to see a lot of Brew Society this year. Well, I'm definitely going to get the the antioxidant one for sure. Thank Organic you so low. much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura, for joining Say More. Before you go, um, the podcast is called Say More. What, according to you, should people be saying more about? I think people should be saying more about kindness and just how to be kind and ensuring that um, we say something kind to somebody every day. It can be just mm -hmm. something very small, like, thank you for helping me, or I really yeah. appreciate you doing that. That's, be, that's been really helpful. I think if we could all wake up every morning and just say more kind things to people, 
the world will just be a much better place to be. That is such a beautiful message. And what a wonderful way to end today's episode. Thank you so much, Laura, and for joining us and sharing Brew Society with everybody listening and watching us on YouTube. Everybody, slow down. Make that evening ritual one of the most beautiful things that you will do so that you can end your day and wake up tomorrow and literally have that wholesome life. Until the next time, say more and live a big life. Bye for now.